Welcome to Casual Swinger. If you're under 18, the following podcast is not appropriate for you. The subjects and language are for mature audiences only. If you're not mature in nature, just make sure you're old enough to vote. We don't take ourselves seriously, ever. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any opinions or statements made on this podcast, our website, or our blog. It's all in fun, folks. This isn't Dr. Phil. Now, consider yourself the listener properly advised. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Casual Swinger. I'm Mickey. I'm Mallory. And we are here with you to talk again. It's like we were just here. I know. It feels like, what, this morning? I know. It does feel like this morning. That's right. We're recording two in one day because we want to make sure we get these out for you guys and have a little bit of fun and get a great introduction to Casual Swinger and what we're all about. So as part of Casual Swinger for us today, we're going to talk about sex positivity and parenting and why our kids probably are going to need therapy (laughs) at some point. It's definitely plausible. Yeah, they may need it already based on their behavior, but... You know, and all uh, joking aside, um, I think it's actually possible. You can be in the lifestyle and an active, responsible parent at the same time. That's right, and that's our first segment today is talking about being lifestyle and parenting and uh, how you respond. Yes. And how you respond to the things that happen, right? And, you know, it's funny because some of the things that that we're going to talk about today, they really aren't necessarily unique to the lifestyle. Sometimes it's just you and I having a sex life and still having kids, right? So we've got three kids. uh, And they're, of course, big disclaimer, our kids are grown. So, you know, tough shit. (laughs) Stories are funny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the battle scars have been owned. That's at right. This point. So we're owning it and we're talking about it. Uh, you know, so things like that our kids said and say a lot of times, you know, for example, oh, you guys aren't having sex. You're old. That was one of my favorite <laughs> things. One of my teenagers said to me once. And so the, my favorite, favorite thing in the world is, uh, from when, you know, they were little is uh, when little man, the youngest walks up and says, what are all those ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah noises oh, coming out of the bedroom? Yeah. So, so my response was, the reason your sister moved to the basement. <laughs> Actually, you were absent for the first part of that conversation. I froze because I don't know if anyone knows this just yet, but I am not the person to call on a crisis <laughs> or for a cover story. I told no. him that I stepped on a bunch of hangers and it hurt really bad. Well, everybody knows if you have kids, you don't step on hangers. You step on Legos. (laughs) And that hurts, right? Legos actually hurt. Legit. So that's the lie you told. Now, of course, at the time, I think he probably bought it. I hope so. (laughs) At least then. Protecting his innocence. Uh, For so long as we could actually do it. But, you know, it's and but the thing of it is when they're that young, you know, you don't necessarily want to break the veil of innocence. right? You just... Do no, what you can. no, I agree. There's a time and a place for that. And it wasn't then. No, definitely not. But as you get older, you know, and, and of course, as they're older, you know, do you really want to hide? They, you know, mom and dad still think each other are attractive and noteworthy. And- brings up a good point, though, when you think about it. I don't know how you were brought up and, and how sex was viewed in your home. And if, you know, you talked about it openly, I did not. Actually, the the sex conversations or the intimacy conversations actually came from my grandmother as I got older. It really wasn't talked about in my house, except this is how you don't get pregnant and this is how you don't get, you know, STDs. 
And that was basically it. Well, so that brings us, interestingly enough, your grandmother is is one of our early uh, early stories, right? Yeah, she's an early adopter. Yeah, early adopter. <laughs> oh, God. So, you know, this lady's cool as hell. Got to tell you guys, she's, she's super cool. But uh, when we first were dating and I was I was driving a thousand miles to see Mallory because the ass was just that good. Uh, she was super cool and she invited us to stay with her and, you know, not because I was staying in hotels and stuff like that. And she said, you know, come stay here. And I was totally against it because I knew what I wanted to do to her granddaughter. And as it turns out, she knew what I wanted to do to her granddaughter, too, and was totally good with it. Yeah. She had her pom-poms out. She was thinking great grandbabies any Mm -hmm. day now. Yeah. Well, I took the bullets out of the gun so she couldn't. Yeah, we didn't tell her, though. Yeah, no, it was a good time. (laughs) A very good time. But the important part is while we're staying there, this is one of our first stories. And this is... uh, you know, staying there, we, we thought, Hey, we, we don't have the, we don't have the boy right now. Yeah, he, he was with my mom. He That's was with right. your mom. So we're like, Hey, let's, uh, let's go, let's go to the toy store. Cause yeah. we love toys, right? Like the toy box, our third segment for today. Yeah, yeah. I do. I absolutely adore my toys. So yeah, right. we had we're, to stock up. We're, we're like, it's like the bat cave in our bedroom. We've got so <laughs> many toys, so many cool things like Aww. your motor bunny, which is easily the most we've ever spent on a sex toy oh absolutely so we go to the toy store and part of the goodies that we bring home with us is an assortment of cock rings yeah it was like the fourth of july spectacular like 500 (laughs) different colors or whatever there were dozens of them dozens of them in this pack like jelly too right they're really stretchy like they like you could put them over your head they were so stretchy Mm -hmm. which i really don't know what the point of that is as far as cock rings go because i was a cock ring neophyte back then i'd never really had one before and i'm like where do you put over the tip you put over your balls where do you put these yeah but you were a pro when it was all said and done because you ran around that weekend saying what i broke a cock ring oh yeah you were so proud i thought i i must have the biggest dick in florida because (laughs) that thing was i mean it was awesome yeah so we ended up using what two Oh, that, that yeah, session. we did because we went to work. And yeah, that poor bed. I don't think I think it Thank was God built she in was the sixties. That's all oh. I can think of. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was the, that was what she said to us, right? I'm sleeping on my good ear, kids. <laughs> yeah, when she went to bed that night. Right. So the next day, we who had, can have sex when that happens? When somebody says, "I'm sleeping on my good ear, children. Have a nice night. Have fun." Us. Up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's who. That's who. That's us. exactly who. Us. <laughs> we hadn't seen each other in so, two weeks. So the next day we're having a big family get together, which is pretty common anytime someone comes back into town or into town or hell, it's a you know three day weekend. So my mom brings the boy back, and twenty five people show oh, up the easy. next day for dinner, and like we're all hanging out playing. Easy. Cards. These people are the fucking Waltons. Yeah. There are so many people in oh, this family, but they're amazing. So everyone's congregating in the living room, which is probably, I don't know, 10 by 15. So we're all crowded in there. It's very, very small. And uh, everyone's having conversation and it's really busy and loud. And I kind of felt something tap my shoulder. But you weren't paying attention. You were. I, no, I was engaged in conversation. So finally it was more like a poke. And then it was like, I will stab you with my pointy finger. Pay attention to me. This is an emergency. And I turn around and, and Mickey is... Like an air traffic controller trying to show me where to look and tell me what's going on, but he's not actually saying anything, so I'm just befuddled. I am waving my hands like I have semaphore flags at an airport. I am I'm like an asshole going, get, get the boy, get the boy, get, get the boy. So what is happening is he is standing at the top of the stairs. He's supposed to be napping. Now, mind you, he wasn't there when we were playing with these toys. No, we had the room wasn't. to ourselves because we're not complete assholes. But he came back the next day. Mom had dropped him off. And 
then she drops the boy off. We put him down for a nap and he doesn't go down for a nap unbeknownst to us. He digs into my bag and gets out the cock ring of Palooza that I had in my bag and starts shooting them down the stairs, rubber band style, bouncing them off the guests, necks, backs, heads. And there's little jelly cock rings rolling around a room full of 25 people. Literally, because the moment that I turned and realized what was going on, it hit my own mother who was sitting on the floor five feet in front of me because I was also on the floor and they were bouncing off her hair. You know, I got to give your mom credit because I'm pretty sure she knew what a cock ring was, but she did not acknowledge that she had just been hit with a cock ring. No, I, she was in denial. I think Absolute she still denial. Is. Yeah. And I don't know anybody that's ever been hit with a flying cock ring, yeah. but so this I broke ended, one. Yeah. So this ended up being a two man expedition because one of us had to stay behind to pick up the cock rings before anyone else noticed. And the other one had to get the boy right? upstairs and into bed and make sure he didn't, you know. What else them, did he find? Or hit them for later or gotten into anything else. And thankfully he didn't. We did find one in his pocket. Oh yeah, that's right. He did he did slide one into his pocket. Yeah. But you know It I, was his superhero ring. <laughs> superhero it's ring. Superhero rings he wore them on all of his fingers. Yeah. Fortunately, none of them were used. Okay, guys, that's also important no, to no, know. I even inspected like between the fingers to see if there was any residual like lube slime just to go, oh, you know. Hey, that's honesty. Yeah, right? Because I was horrified. Oh, I was terrified. I was like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. In reality, it wasn't the worst thing that ever happened to me because my oldest son, uh, who I'd had in a previous life, I thought that was the top, right? So, and I came home from work one day early and uh, I heard a commotion upstairs because he had a friend over and you know his mom was downstairs watching tv or doing something uh you know i I wasn't great at paying attention that's that's why you know it's in the past you don't say (laughs) attention span not one of my strong points uh however uh when i walked past the stairs out of the corner of my eye i looked up and i said hmm that's different and kept walking and then it hit me what i had seen what i saw was boy number one Standing in a sword-fighting stance like Errol Flynn, (laughs) holding out what was, and this was why it was a shock to me more than anything, an enormous dildo. (laughs) It was a massive dildo. I can see you holding up your hands, but for our listeners, I mean, that looks like two feet. It was huge. But here, you know what I was really shocked about, and the first thing that went through my head is now, why is this boy holding this thing? But. Where did it come from? Because I'd never seen it before. Oh, it's in the secret stuff? It was like this. Oh. It was like King Dongzilla. It was this gigantic dick, and he's standing there holding it like a lightsaber, like he's a Luke Skywalker. You're going to fight off Darth Vader. Now, that, <laughs> to me, wasn't... I was just like, whoa, where did this giant dick come from? And then, oh, wait a minute. Why is the boy holding it? Now, his friend dives into my view, because remember, I'm looking up the top of the stairs. And that asshole's holding a vibrator and they're having a sword fight. Oh, no. And I'm going, oh, my God. Woman, woman, woman. I need a woman. I really want to know where the dick came from. But now him and his friend are having a sword fight. And, and I know the vibrator was used. I was say. Now, what do you do well, in cases like that? that it was just in your mother's pussy. <laughs> Well, I know it was because I put it there, but it's now 
as a sex positive parent, I'm like, no, put that down. It's bad. Cause I, you know, I mean, they were old enough that they knew what the hell they were doing. They were like 10. Uh, and I was okay. like, Oh no, 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 no guys. Uh, you guys are in big trouble. Get the hell out of my house. You that I don't know who you are and don't ever tell your parents you ever came here. And then to my son, I mean, I had to go have a talk with him and I think that was the important thing. I was like, okay, first of all, you know, you're not supposed to be in our bedroom. You went in your mom's drawer. You went under the bed you knew what you were looking for. Let's talk about privacy. Let's talk about respect. And that was the conversation that we really got into. Cause when, you know, when littlest man is firing cock rings down the stairs, like his, you know, he's having the best time of his life. He actually was having the best time of his life. He wasn't, and it was innocent, but I think an age appropriate conversation was had of similar nature. You know, adjusting to their age. Because he did go into my bag to get Correct. That's true. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I think I think I remember when I was a kid, um, I went into uh, one of my dad's friend's room and I stole a coin. And it looked, it was super cool and I just wanted it, you know, so I took it and he knew it was gone and he knew it was gone pretty quickly because I was during the same trip. So I took something noteworthy to him and he came and found me. And, and he asked me if I had it. And of course I was lying because I was like, oh, oh, never seen it. Don't know what you're talking about. What coin? Um, and I think kids do that, right? They're like, mm, they, they get shy and they don't want to talk. And, you know, they feel like they did something bad. I did. I gave him the coin back, by the way. I'm not, I'm not a kleptomaniac. But. Yeah, because I think we're inherently wired. Like there's some like degree of knowing or feeling right from wrong, but no, not knowing how to interpret it or mm -hmm. anticipating, you know, what response. Am I going to be in trouble? Yeah. Is this going to be embarrassing and like a really difficult conversation to have? So. Yeah, well, 30x years later, I remember that lesson from the coin that I took something that didn't belong to me. So Good. how important is it that somebody responsible has a conversation with you mm -hmm. and doesn't make you feel like a pariah, doesn't make you feel like you're evil and says that was a mistake and here's why. You disrespected me, you treated me badly, and I don't do that to you. Yeah. I don't disrespect you. I don't treat you badly. And we don't have that kind of relationship. I think and, we've always spoken to our kids like they're, they're people. They're not just children. Yeah. And, and I think that's important when we talk about sex positivity, when we talk about young people, how do we teach them how to be that way, how to feel that way, how not to be ashamed of what they are, who they are. And by the way, they have no idea who they are, right? Until, until everything makes sense to them, until they know everything. Right. Which could be, you know every three or four years yeah, right. <laughs> until they're about 40. And, and, so. and when I say what they are, by the way, I mean, am I a good person? Am I a bad person? Am yeah. I an introvert, an extrovert? I mean, yeah. I'm not talking about their sexuality or their orientation or any of those things. Um, that's a very personal thing for it's every person. It's very personal. And I think we painted a picture personal of, you know, that it's very fluid. Yeah, too. I agree. Uh, but I, it, so it was really, I think, even though those, and the reason I relate those two things together is because the same thing happened at the end of them. Right. I mean, with, you know, we went a little man, I mean, who was very young, uh, you know, rocketing cock rings at your mother's head. Uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, the oldest, uh, to, you know, doing his, his best Mace Windu impression with a gigantic veiny black dick, uh, which it, and it, it, it's only black because it was, <laughs> but it was absolutely massive. Uh, and I, I never got a straight answer out of that woman where that thing came from or what its purpose was. I don't think she owed you one. <laughs> well, I just, and assumed, it wasn't me. <laughs> I just assumed she used it to club a baby seal yeah, to death. This is pre Mallory history. Right this there. is definitely pre Mallory. But I'll history. have to side with the woman. You I do. I don't think she owed you one. 
No, she didn't. But I tell you what, guys, we're going to take a quick break and grab a drink of water and come back. And we're going to talk about the follies of the Hitachi Magic Wand. Oh, another good one where I fail in crisis. Yeah, you failed in a crisis. (laughs) We're going to get right back to you guys. You guys are listening to Casual Swinger. We'll be right back. And welcome back to Casual Swinger. I'm Mallory. And I'm Mickey. Thank you guys for joining us for part two of our Sex Positive Parenting, episode three. Remember, if you have any questions or feedback or suggestions, you can find us at www.casualswinger.com or as Casual Swinger on Instagram, Twitter, Cassidy.com, or SLS. So I'm going to go ahead and say... And let you guys know, I am a huge fan of the Hitachi Magic Wand. I think I've been through maybe three or four of these. Also reliable. good for 100,000 miles. <laughs> yeah, 100,000 miles. Easy. <laughs> Very reliable. Uh, one of my favorites. I'm a power queen. Gotta love Japanese engineering. <laughs> so uh, I think we're going to clue you guys in on another little story from our youngest who uh, happened to find this wand which i don't know if i can i can tell this story appropriately i think mickey does a much better job yeah you know it's funny because as as sex positive parents and it's hard to talk about it and and not sound like maybe your supervisory skills suck but yeah just explaining it i'm over here and my face is getting red and i'm starting to fold into my chair yeah you're taking a defensive (laughs) posture you're like shit we suck and and it really doesn't happen that way right and when we say we're sex positive parents it means we don't necessarily you know we're not puritans right we're not we're not hiding we're not walking around and it doesn't mean we're walking around in our underwear either it means that we still have active sex lives and we Mm -hmm. don't hide it we don't lie about the fact that we love each other and want to spend time together and i think that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that uh but we do take every opportunity right to uh be together when the kids aren't home right because i'll tell you a little something about mallory she's not quiet in the sack (laughs) no no definitely not no she's calling her creator at 110 decibels every chance she gets Yeah, and when they were younger, it was hard to find that time, right? It really was. But we had some friends down the street that were more than happy to let the boy come down there and play with another boy his age. And it was a quick little walk. You know, it was only a couple doors down. And when he would disappear, he'd be gone for half the day. It was his favorite place to be because there was nobody his age at our house. The other two kids were way older. Well, and, you know, with them having kids of the same age, you know, it was kind of like that unsaid understanding that we both had. You know, you made plans. I'll bring him back around four or, you know, whatever it was. That's just parenting, right? But we turn that into sex positive parenting by saying, hey, kids are gone. Pants off. Let's do this shit. And that was one of those days uh, where we went upstairs and she busted out that magic wand and and went for the first of like 12, you know, mind boggling, eye bugging orgasms. Yeah, I remember it was a very long uh, romp, several rounds, and it was hot to the touch. Well, that's exactly how we know it was a long, uh, you know, a long romp because those things you are supposed to maybe dip them in liquid nitrogen or something to cool them after the first two hours of use. I I was going to say, or give them, you know, a 30 minute rest in between. Oh, you didn't. (laughs) 
No. So this is the best part about this particular wand. When she was finished with it, if you've ever seen a Hitachi Magic Wand, they're really super cool. They weren't designed to be a sex toy, but somebody decided it was way better than its initial design, uh, or at least what it was designed to do. It was designed to be a back massager. It was for your back muscles, and yeah. it works way better on your clit muscle, apparently. <laughs> but <laughs> Your clit muscle? <laughs> Your girly button. Google that now. Yeah, your clit muscle, your girly button, the man in the little boat, <laughs> girl would. But Might that, uh, so we had one hell of a romp. And, you know, I'd like to again say for the second episode of Daddy did some solid work. And uh, round of applause, everyone. Yeah, golf clap. Uh, but the important part was when we were all finished up and everything was you know good to go, we were getting ready to go out to dinner. So Mallory goes into the bathroom and, and grabs a shower and is curling her hair and doing everything. And we heard the boy come in and come bobbing up the stairs. And he does that, you know, and he poked his head into the bedroom. What are you guys up to? Blah, 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 getting ready. And we kind of yeah, turned we, our back. You yeah. Know? And we were a little surprised to see him because yeah. he had come home early. He we wasn't even supposed to be home. Yeah. Yeah, so we're like, okay, so, he, you know, he comes home early and, and whatever. Hey, how you doing? And he did something that he did not characteristically do, and I don't know that he ever did it again after this, uh, now that I think about it, but he jumped up into our bed. Yeah, yeah, and he was just sitting there chilling, talking to us. Like, yeah. I could hear him from where I was, but I couldn't see him. Which was fine, and yeah. I had my back turned, and the next thing I heard was... <laughs> and I know this is the most annoying noise in the world, but when you're in my shoes... It was fucking terrifying. I was like, oh, shit. And I turn around and there's the boy again holding up Excalibur, you know, like he's holding the sword and the stone and he's got this vibrator turned to high. And I'm like, oh, "Oh my God. And the next thing he does is he holds it to his throat like a guy with a tracheotomy. (sighs) And he goes, hey, you guys, what does this thing do? So I, I hear the vibration, and it doesn't occur to me right away exactly what's going on, but I can tell you the exact moment it does. It's like slow motion, and chariots of fire are playing in my head. So I turn the corner, and I'm in the bedroom, and then I freeze. There is my baby on the bed with my toy that I just had on my goodies. Needless to say, I'm horrified, but I am no help. No, no, you were no help whatsoever. You None. stood there like a statue with your mouth wide open waiting for flies. And and I, of course, turn around and I'm like, oh, my God, put that down. And he looks at me and he's like, why? <laughs> I'm like, because that's from my back. Oh, OK. <laughs> and so he throws it down. Now he throws it down on the bed and it's still sitting there just buzzing away. I walk over, turn it off and throw it down. And I'm like, get out of here. What are you doing in here? I'm still right. I just came home to pick up a video game. And that, but I yeah, know. Yeah. He goes frolicking across the bed, jumps down, goes down the hallway and then poof, disappears. He had no idea. And I'm still standing there like a statue. I know, Mallory looks at me and goes, uh, what just happened? And I'm like, uh, well, your son just vibrated his throat. <laughs> that's pretty much what happened. Mickey, if that's it's one of those stories that I wish at some point I get Alzheimer's. And that's one of, one of the ones that just goes away. It gets wiped clean. But so it's funny because, you know, we talk about this in the in the context of sex positivity because these are things that happen, right? It's not... We, yeah, and I, yeah, it's not a direct result of being in the lifestyle. Not right. At all. It's being not a at all. being a parent and still wanting to have sex with your significant other. But to me, I think that is part of sex positivity. It's being positive about sexuality. 
in all types of sexuality, right? Not just our, uh, you know, mono, you know, uh, heterosexual, you know, universe, which happens outside of our lifestyle universe, you know, where we're mom and dad or boy and girl, uh, but just being sexual people. And sometimes some things happen and, and I think they're hilarious. Now, you know, in that same house, we had lifestyle experiences, of course, while those kids were gone. We did. We did. If we were blessed with a kid-free weekend, we made sure we maximized our time. And, and some of it was spent just you and I, or you and I and some friends, or you and I and some really good friends. Some really good friends. Really so good TNA friends. from episode one. That's right. Uh, right. We TNA had them over a few one. times. Yeah, they yeah. came down. Now, so remember back then, and today that's a little bit different, I think, since we moved to Florida. But back then, we couldn't meet a couple that lived closer than 300 miles away. I don't know why. Yeah, that was difficult. It was a hike. And uh, we met uh, this particular couple. If you remember episode one, we met them at the club uh, through, you know, it was kind of through SOS, but we met them at the club and had an amazing first experience yeah. for Mallory. She had hands all over her and, and thought it was the greatest thing ever. And she liked she thought he was she was pretty yummy he was my first so <laughs> it holds a special place but yeah he uh we had a great connection and it was a lot of fun so we had him down for the weekend to uh have some more fun to connect yeah repeated and out repeat if necessary then. exactly <laughs> smack it up flip it and rub it down <laughs> so yeah we uh we had him down and, and we had a great time and you know one of the few times in that house Nothing bad happened. Nothing crazy happened. Kids didn't walk in. Nothing weird. They came. They went. We came. They went. I came again. <laughs> and and nothing happened. But what was it? Six weeks after they left? I, I don't know. I know it was around the holidays because we were moving furniture, you know, the yearly sweep under the couch and maybe move some stuff around to make room for the Christmas tree. And we got some help, right? We got some help from yeah. the teenagers and yeah. some of their friends. Yeah. The oldest had a friend over. Um, and I, I put the, the big, big guys and mm-hmm. they weren't very big. They were maybe 13 or 14. Oh no, they were a little older than that. I think uh, they wouldn't have been, they big enough to, enough to drive, but they were old enough to have opinions of their own and let oh, us know yeah. about it. And them. to know what the hell that it was they it's, found. Exactly. So I have the boys move the couch and the friend picks something up and he goes, what is this? And I see the purple cap and I go, oh, shh. And before I could get anything out of my mind, out of my mouth, I looked down and there's a string like this translucent string coming from the floor up to this child's hand. And he goes, Astro Glide. What's that? And thank God he couldn't read the rest. (laughs) But it was stuck to his hand. It was stuck to his hand. And then they start dancing like risky business in the socks sliding across the floor going Astro Glide. Ooh, it makes the floor slippery. So they, oh, pr- they they proceed to have ice capades in, in the, the living Astrodad, room. Again, on my hardwood floors. On your hard, our hardwood floors. <laughs> <laughs> and again, me, frozen in crisis. <laughs> I believe I blurted out something like, damn it, let's just get this done and throw that in the trash. And my favorite question from the oldest was, can you explain to us why you needed Astroglide in the living room? Yeah, because he never said anything. He was trying to maybe protect my, you know. I don't know. What virtue? My, yeah, I was trying to find the right word. I was like, I haven't had it in a long time. Um, what's that word called again? Yeah. So, you know, it, we're not 
perfect uh, by any means. And I don't think any of our listeners are going to be perfect. I don't think, I think these things happen to it regular is. people yep. and they happen to lifestylers too. So yeah, we had some friends down and somebody left a bottle yeah. of lube under the couch. Do you remember? I'm seeing com- somebody, I'm looking at you. I know, I know. I'm pretty sure it rolled off somewhere wherever we had piles you of You usually humans. don't need it. What was it there for? I think it was for the inside of the condom. Oh, I believe that's what inside the condom. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, but do you remember part of that conversation we had afterwards? He was just, I don't know if he was concerned about having us having sexual activity in the living room where everyone shares the same space or to ensure it was us. I'm still torn on, on where his mind was during that oh, follow-up I'm certain conversation. He, he thought it was us. I mean, I'm certain of that because uh, he was always totally grossed out every time we would be affectionate. Yeah, and he was he's definitely the more serious of, well, he still of is. the ones. So Yeah, he definitely is. But, you know, it's, it's he, funny because, you know, as teenagers, right? I mean, uh, what was it, the conversation we had with the middle child uh, who comes into my bedroom and goes, I really want to know why you have a plant hook in the middle of your oh, bedroom. Oh, the plant hook. That's right. The huge metal ring that can support up to 400 pounds That'd that was in front of your closet. Yeah. It was, that it never was, had a plant on it. No, it did have you hanging from it a few times. <laughs> Folks, that is where the sex swing lived. Now, of course, we'd take the swing down and put it in the closet. But the kid comes in and goes, what's that? I said, it's a plant hook. And she goes, uh, why is it in the middle of the room? <laughs> that didn't occur to me that plant hooks don't go in the middle of a room. She goes, isn't it supposed to be in front of a window? <laughs> oh, because I can't keep houseplants alive. Do you remember uh, this child explaining that we don't keep a plant on that hook because of that reason? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's And that hook was there to the day I sold that house, everybody. I mean, yeah. that, it, and I took it out and when I, it was kind of a, a moment. When it was. I finally took that hook down. <laughs> It's like taking the family name plaque off the front door. <laughs> so, you know, these things don't end, right? Because now our kids are grown, right? I mean, they are, and and they are really something else. Uh, they're, they're amazing people. They're intelligent. They're smart. They're, you know, they're funny. Uh, intelligent, smart, maybe two different things. They may be the same thing. I don't know. But they uh, they really have grown a ton. But I think they've come into a certain amount of sex positivity as their, of their own, right? Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Um, they have come into their own and they're well adjusted. Very much so. You know, hardworking, you know, functioning members of productive society. Yeah, and comfortable with themselves. Yeah. That's so who they are. Fucking comfortable that, uh, you know, I, I still have uh, a college student that, that lives here and that college student apparently shops on Amazon unbeknownst to me. Oh. And, oh. Yeah, look Lots at you. Lots of other places. Yeah. Oh God. But you know, I we and this is the last the last story we'll tell you before we move on to the next segment. But I think it's it's illustrative of you know that that they do come into their own and they they do have you know predilections of their own that they maybe sometimes Dad do. is not a big fan of. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but we are honest on Casual Swinger, if nothing else. So we, the last story I'm going to let Mallory uh, really kind of share the lion's share of, but the, uh, the the facts of the matter are we were at a dinner and we came back and we do have some very energetic dogs. Occasionally you guys will hear them in the background because they're also assholes. Yes. Yes. And uh, I, I think uh, something had happened. We came home from, from a dinner. We yeah, we went out to, out. yeah, we went out to a family dinner. Um, which, you know, 
I find to be a rare occasion. So, you know, we, we do try to do our best to make time to get everybody together, especially as the kids get older. So we all walk in. Um, we have multiple dogs in the house. So the first order of business is to come in, check on the pups, make sure they get to go outside, all that good stuff, and uh, go from there, maybe have, you know, a game out or, or play some cards. I don't know what, what we talked about. But um, the college student and I are the first through the door. And then we are followed by the youngest. College student goes back to talk to you. The youngest and I get to the kitchen and the dogs had been free roaming in the house. And occasionally they get into stuff they're not supposed to. Like, Clearly. I don't know, the trash, rolls of toilet paper they seem to love unrolled um so the youngest sees something's in the dog's mouth and he is yelling get over here let me see what you got so i am 10 feet away from him he's got the dog he pulls it out of the dog's mouth and he goes what the heck is this thing it's the weirdest dog toy i've ever seen in my life and he holds it up and again bless his heart i don't know how he gets into these predicaments but he seems to have a predilection (laughs) towards them is a fuzzy now wet ball with a spade shaped end that is metal and ding dawns on me he's holding a butt plug oh god so he drops it me out so much (laughs) he drops it because it's slimy and disgusting and i go that's not mine so I scurry off to go find the college student because I know exactly who that belongs to. Well, because so, you knew it wasn't yours, I would assume. Yeah, pro- you know, it wasn't his. Not mine. No, it wasn't, it wasn't yours. So, well, so I, well, what I had heard is, I don't come in here. You yeah. know, Dad, don't oh, yeah. come in here. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, why? Yeah, I had got her and told her exactly what we had found. And she goes, oh, shit. Turns around, Dad, stay right there. <laughs> Which I'm she really grateful in. for on a lot of levels, right? <laughs> well, and she knows, she, you know what? I have to appreciate that. It's not because she's not open to talk to you about things, because you two have a fantastic relationship. Absolutely fantastic. But there are certain things she wants to keep private from you, and that's okay. I'm good with it. That's absolutely okay. And I support that. In that moment, I was supporting my belly because I was doubled over in laughter, waiting for the rest of this this all to unfold. So Part she, of me is happy that it was just a butt plug and not the Penetrator 3000 that my ex had. So. You know, again, more power to you. If you like what you like and, and you're comfortable and yeah, rock on, sister. Doubles his personal protection. Yeah, maybe. So, you know, I the mudding tail thing was new for me. I didn't know that that was part of the, the collection at this point. So um, she <laughs> she gets she gets the toy. And she stomps upstairs because she's pissed. She's pissed because she just got back from a trip to seeing her significant other. So apparently this had come out of her suitcase. The dog had went upstairs and retrieved this specifically. And I hear, God damn it, dog's name. This was brand new. Oh, God. Well, at least it wasn't used. I mean, <laughs> you, you know, and, and that was an afterthought for me. I was like, well, that's good news because I'm over here sanitizing the Inga's hands and washing the dog's mouth out. <laughs> well, I don't think I would have let the dog lick me ever again. <laughs> I mean, really, let's be honest. The mere breast smells like shit anyway. Oh, but. yeah. Well, 
Oh, she's a dog. She probably thinks ours does too. Uh, she thinks I'm delicious. Most chicks do. <laughs> but, you know, it, so sure, we told a bunch of stories here tonight, you know, 35 minutes worth of the wow. the follies, right? We it's, can, yeah. Right, just the kind of the things, but, and they all kind of come around uh, because of togetherness, right? And, and sexuality. And of course, they involve having a family. And, you know, I think it speaks to why. Uh, so when when we moved down here, one of the things that we noticed is there's a really active lifestyle scene in Florida. There is. Like there's a lot of people into the and there's I hear there's an active one in Scottsdale, Arizona. I hear there's an active one in Southern California. So people move where it's warm and get their groove on. Is well, it, it is like. a lot easier to get busy when you're not wearing a parka. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And when you don't or have footy pajamas, you know, football games to go to or taekwondo to run kids to, and yeah. You're not exhausted at the end of the day. That's true. Right? So, but is it realistic to expect people to wait till they're in their late 40s, early 50s to really expand and explore their sexuality? Do you have to wait that long? And that's the question this whole episode begs is, we didn't. We found ways to do it. And it does take work and it does take time. It does. And it kind of makes you a casual swinger. (laughs) I have to agree. I, I, I have to agree, not degree. What what is degrees? It's like seventy of them outside. Yeah, yeah. There's like eighty of them in here, boy. Woo. That's because I'm hot. Oh, yeah. It's all you, baby cakes. That's right, baby, and I'm all yours. <laughs> but you know, I think that like it kind of wraps up for us in a nice little bow. Uh, what this whole episode has been about, which is talking about you know, as as sex positive parents, as lifestyle parents, we are honest with our kids as they get older more and more honest obviously and and we don't want to we we haven't even come out to them and told them you know what we do with our lives uh, but and i don't think you should or you should have to it's your business it's my business it's our business uh, but at the same time uh, you know i think if you want to have that sort of a lifestyle you can um, regardless of what lifestyle you choose to live and accept that there's going to be some follies Right. There's going to be some things that happen that you don't plan for. And I think that was more important for us to talk about than to get on here and try and be psychotherapists and tell people. Oh, yeah. We're, we're definitely not registered anything. Oh, I'm so. certifiable, but not certified anything. There you go. Yeah. And I think if, if I could give any advice to parents who want to be in a lifestyle or want to do this sort of thing, it's, hey, shit's going to happen. And so instead of getting on and trying to encourage you and not preparing you, I figured I'd tell you all the worst things that happened to us. Right. And and certainly Mallory has uh, been a little more scarred. I think, you know, she's still afraid of her wand, but uh, no, I'm definitely not afraid of the wand. And I laugh uh, when I really shouldn't. Right. And anybody with a tracheotomy on one of those little machines, I really shouldn't laugh as hard as I do. But uh, I have a story behind it that I can't tell, which is yeah. a fun secret. And I think the secrets are the best part of the lifestyle. Right. Yes. sir. So. With that, we're going to wrap segment two of uh, Casual Swinger. I had to think about it for a second. Uh, but we're going to wrap uh, segment two, and we're going to come back with Mallory's Toy Box. Yay! I'm so excited. So Mallory's Toy Box is where we go every once in a while to find out what she's playing with lately. And she's had a big smile on her face, kids. I may have been playing the whole time. So you guys sit tight, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Casual Swinger.
Hey everybody, welcome back to Casual Swinger. Thanks for hanging out for us and waiting for the last segment of today's episode three, which is, I think, the one that my lady here has been looking forward to the longest, which is Mallory's Toy Box. And she's going to introduce you to some of her favorite stuff. Mallory, why don't you tell them what you got today? Thank you, Mickey. So let me preface this with, I am a vibrator connoisseur. Amateur, but been in the game quite a few years, so... Believe me when I tell you that the Womanizer Premium Clit Stimulator is my new favorite in the bag of goodies. Um, There's a few things here. If you've played or seen the Womanizer, the first few versions, they're a little shorter, shorter, little bulkier, and they've redesigned it to be more ergonomical, which means when you're holding it down there next to your lady friend, it's much more comfortable. The other thing that I really love about this is the clit suction section of this device is touch sensitive. So when you apply it to skin, it turns on. And when you take it away, it turns off. It is super quiet, literally the most quiet vibrator I have in my bag, but definitely one of the more strong, I guess is you can describe it with it being a clit stimulator. The feeling is much more different than your standard vibe. Um, it's much deeper for me because of the areas that it covers around, um, the clitoris. Uh, so it's, it's, it can get pretty intense. Um, a few things you should know about this is one, the reviews are outstanding. Feel free to look it up online. They have, uh, 12 intensity levels. So that's different levels of intensity, uh, depending on where you're at. Again, I am a, oh, and I just touched it to my, I don't know if you could hear that because it's so quiet, but I touched it to my chest and it started vibrating. (laughs) Which intensity level do you use? Inquiring minds want to know. Right. So I'm an intensity queen. So it's all about the level of the vibe uh, for me. And this was very, very impressive for being a small device. It's got up to four hours of battery time on one charge. Um, It takes, um, it says 120 minutes here to charge. But this bad boy for me, about 45 minutes to an hour, full battery. Yeah. Um, it's got a, a magnetic USB pin, which means there's nothing to insert or plug in. And it's fully waterproof because of that as well. So this is submergible. So I can take this in the shower. I can take this in the bathtub. I can take this in the pool. So that's definitely a big plus for me, which made it worth the investment because it is a, on the pricier side. I think it retails somewhere around $200. So this would um, be considered a premium toy premium toy absolutely um the head of it where the clit stimulator is uh very soft silicone material i'm very sensitive down there so it's important to me that these are high quality because i don't want my little girl hurting you know i don't want her sore or you know any of those things that some of the less expensive toys tend to do and i have to protect myself against with you know stuff like condoms um especially for insertion um, Absolutely. Insertion is a big yeah. deal. So again, um, touch sensitive, it turns on and off with, uh, you know, applying to skin. I mean, you do have to turn on the button, um, but it also has something neat where you can do something called autopilot, which means you set three different intensity levels, hit the button and just ride the wave. It's touch free at wow. that point. Yeah. And it's great with your partner because it's so compact and sleek. That if you're, you know, having to, you know, 
couples play or group play and you need a little extra down there it's not big it's not bulky it's not loud it is absolutely perfect and discreet so i'm going to go ahead and uh play with this a little bit and give you guys an idea um, our mics are super sensitive so let's start there so i'm going to start this on the lower setting and as i touch my finger to it i'm going to increase it so just so uh, you can get an idea here so we're going to start there go up a tick and I'm holding the button down and you can hear it I can feel it vibrating and it doesn't get much louder until you get to the very very highest setting now even, gonna, even so that you can't hear that yeah. I mean outside of this room there's no chance you can hear that no chance no chance it's it's one of the most technologically advanced toys that I have, and also one of my favorites. Um, I never thought I'd be this into a clit stimulator. I've had maybe one or two in the past, and they've been okay, but they've never got me uh, to you know the the job well done point. Um, this actually has an orgasm guarantee. Right. What toys have an orgasm guarantee? I don't anywhere? know. I don't know. But uh, we're gonna put the link. Um, uh, with this cast up, this is from, I believe it's called ElParadise.com. Yep, Ella Paradise without an E, P-A-R-A-D-I-S. Yes. That's there right. There you go. So you can find them in uh, three different colors and the uh, other versions on there as well. Right. Well, and I think as far as this toy goes, right, I mean, you do have a tendency to sneak away sometimes to uh, have a little, you know, maybe between, you know, between lunch, you know, Oh yeah, adventure session. I am famous for having an afternoon O or two. Yeah, and this one you can't hear it. Like she's got a couple of toys that sound like she started a Husqvarna in the bedroom. Again, I love my Hitachi. I love the power that it brings, um, but it, it is definitely not the most discreet or compact. Mm -hmm. So, so this one combines waterproof and it combines mm -hmm. handheld. I mean, I'm, you don't have big hands, which is why my dick looks amazing in them. Uh, but it's, it's like, it's like a midget holding a sausage. It's really awesome. But, uh, no, it's like, it, it really is small. It fits right in your hand and yeah, it does come with a premium price tag. But one of the things that's probably worth keeping in mind, since I went ahead and brought up the website, cause I was curious while she was talking yeah. and they have a lot of different models, right? They she do. has the premium. She has the, the. Ferrari of the models, but there are actually multiple models available to you. There's a model that actually does what, like inside out and there's a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have they have many products on this site. Um, all come with um, a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, by the way. You take it, you use it, it doesn't work for you. There's something, they give you um, a number and or um, on the website to contact them and get your... 100% refund. Which is awesome. And they like as little as 80 bucks, right? Yeah, so. yeah. And how many vibes do you get to drive for a month before you decide if you want to keep it? Right. Usually once they put batteries in and they show you it vibrates, it's yeah. yours. Yeah. Bye-bye. Right. Yeah. And uh, so I think but, we, we bought this from Fair Villa, right? Which is in Orlando. Yes, we did. We did. And then I did some more research on it because it's the first time I stumbled upon this product. And, you know, this store in particular had a lot of items on the shelves that I had never uh, been able to, to see in person before. So we did... I don't know, hours of research while we were there. Not so the worst I, store to spend hours in. Yeah, yeah. And we almost went there tonight, actually. Yeah, I know. I think we're going to go tomorrow. Uh-oh, we'll we're going to go buy some toys, kids. <laughs> but um, it was really cool to be able to see all of these in person. Then I went, I've been looking at this website forever, trying to you know debate whether or not I pull the cord. Oh, so. well, I'm glad you did because it's been a fun toy to play with and it's certainly not a bad toy to it play is. to your toy box for the first time. No, wouldn't. And would you say that it's less distracting for you when we use it for our play? 
I think yes, yeah, certainly from uh, for example the the top down position, and I really don't. It's not really doggy style because you're laying over a pillow, uh, but that's a great one for you because you can get you know down there and put your toy on your mm-hmm. on your clit with me behind you and, and mm-hmm. kind of semi on top of you from behind. Um, but yeah, it doesn't interfere at all. Uh, I can get max penetration as you found out last night. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a. Uh, I I think it's really sweet that you're still relishing that. Uh, well, Thank you. Yeah. I mean, well, you're the one that's been walking funny all day. So <laughs> I, I can only tell when you sit down, <laughs> which oh, is the best part. Man. Uh, so I digress. So, um, again, I, I am the proud owner of a womanizer premium, uh, clit simulator. I love the thing, but I think they have a lot of great products out there. If you've never used one, do your research, see if it's a good fit for you. Um, it's just really high quality and and a great product line. Yeah, they're claim so, they're claiming on their website it's what 80% in 2 to 3 minutes. Yeah. 2 yeah, to 80% 3 minutes to of of yeah, women that use it have an orgasm within 2 to 3 minutes. Why is every toy company trying to put dicks out of a job? Uh, <laughs> that's an entire episode in and of itself sorry there you go well yeah. speaking of episodes that does bring us to the end of ours it episode does. three is it still close oh no oh I love spending time with you guys I thought it was me you too baby uh, I don't think so I think she's lying <laughs> but hey this is episode three in the bag you have been listening to Casual Swinger and if you guys want to reach out to us we are interested to hear what you have to say or maybe some of your stories you know what happened to you as sex positive parents uh, you know I'm sure that I'm not the only guy who had a kid that fought with a giant dick as a lightsaber but uh, <laughs> if somebody else out there did I would love to hear about it how do you get a hold of us you can get a hold of us on our website we've got a contact page at W www.casualswinger.com you can reach out to us on our instagram page at casual swinger you can reach out to us on twitter at casual swinger you can also find us on sls and cassidy we're all at casual swinger at casual swinger there's a theme here and uh speaking of themes mallory what are we going to talk about in episode four we're going to talk about hollow swinging oh no that's coming isn't it (laughs) that's coming it's right around the corner so halloween's at the end of the month And uh, we're going to talk about some of our experiences, uh, hotel parties, clubs, and... uh, And we've got a party coming. We do have a party coming. We we will be attending an event at the end of the month, which we'll tell you more about in the next episode. So uh, lots to talk about next time. So make sure you guys join us for episode four of Casual Swinger. That's right. Thanks a lot for joining us, guys. We'll see you soon. 